how powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. You recently heard about the first woman to ever be hanged and tried for murder. Not in that order. In Georgia. But have you heard the story of Big Mary? Big Mary was also a murderess. She was also a first. She was also in the South. And it's also a very, very strange tale of a creature wrongly accused. Or was she... (laughs) Are you calling Alice Riley a creature? No. She was a teenager. Teenage girl. Okay. I suppose as the mother of a teen girl, you deserve to be able to call them creatures <laughs> if you want. If that's how you feel, Becky. We recently released an episode on Monday with our wonderful guest, Enika Enfield, who is a historian, a journalist, tour guide, all the things, all the wonderful things in Savannah. And on that episode, we talked about Alice Riley. And, and we know this for a fact. She was part of the first murder trial in all of Georgia. And she was the first woman to be hanged in Georgia, executed for that trial. And she still wanders right square in Savannah looking for mm-hmm. her baby. Sounds pretty uh, pretty sweet and innocent until you start yelling at her like some cheesy tourist did. And then she gets mad yeah. and covered in blood. Don't yell at the Haints, tourists. Don't yell at the Haints. No, that's just rude. You get to go home. We have to live with them. Please, for our behalf, do not yell at the Haints. <laughs> it's going to become the new Bachelorette bus <laughs> tour. What do they call those things that we kept seeing in Nashville? <laughs> like the bus full of drunk women dancing. I don't know. With the clear tops. It was weird. What do you call those? <laughs> A party. <laughs> party bus. That's oh, probably is it? it. Okay. I don't know. Well, today we're going to talk about another first Another trial, another murder trial, and possibly a ghost. You all can decide if you think that this is a ghost or not. Was it the first ghost tried for murder? No. Has that happened yet? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there would have been in the past a ghost ghost murder trial. Yes. Anybody who has any information, please let us know. That's something we want to hear about. Exactly. That's not what this is about. No. Is this about the first cat murder? No, it's not. Murderer. It's not. It's about Big Mary. That was what she was known as. And it's not as an offensive name as you might think once you learn a little bit about her. So Big Mary was born about 1894. We're not completely sure. 
and she was hanged for her crimes on September 13th, 1916. So how old would she be, boys and girls? Not very old at all. That would make her 22 years old. Now, you'll note she wasn't that old. That's because Mary was a five-ton Asian elephant who performed in the Sparks World Famous Show's circus. Alice Riley was only 17. Big Mary was actually older than Alice Riley. This elephant was older than the poor teenage pregnant girl tried for murder in the other case. <laughs> what happened with Big Mary? So the circus, Sparks World Famous Shows, was touring my home. My hometown of Kingsport, Tennessee. The circus was touring the Southeast and it made it to Tennessee. It was in Kingsport that Mary committed her heinous crime. The circus would often pick up migrants or homeless people or other people just in need of a job to help out with various tasks, setting up tents, breaking things down, taking tickets, you know, just just stuff, right? I'd be one of those people if I was at 15 in 1916, definitely be running away to join the circus. I would definitely run away to join the circus. It sounds like mm -hmm. so much fun. Oh, it's probably horrible. I mean, everything I've heard about it, but still, I'd do it anyway. It seems romantic. I probably would have lasted five days, knowing me. <laughs> I don't put up with bullshit very easily. So anyway, they brought on this man. His name was Red Eldridge. He was a homeless man that they had employed, the circus had employed. Now, Red Eldridge had zilch in terms of training, and I think he may have also been uh, a little heavy on the drink. And because of these great qualifications that he had... <laughs> The circus made him the elephant keeper in 1916. And though it was unbeknownst until very recently, it seems that Red abused poor Mary. This is not a shocker. 1916. Nobody cared about elephants. She'd been performing for a while. She's a 22-year-old elephant, you know. She was grown up. Mm -hmm. And she had enough one day. And she trampled him to death. On the second night that the circus was performing in my hometown of Kingsport. So not only was it the second night of performances, it was only this guy's second day of work. <laughs> he must have been nasty. So she'd had enough she had after enough. one shift. She was like, this guy comes back tomorrow. Fuck yeah. him. <laughs> Oh, wow. Mary was like the star of the show up until that point. You know, big elephant. She was the big attraction. She would be the one that walks in front in the parade. So there's several accounts of how his death occurred. And of course, the newspapers sensationalized it. Again, my, my papers, my town. One account, <laughs> these two people that claimed to be witnesses had slightly different accounts. One person said that they saw him like, prod her behind the ear with a hook and she went into a rage her eyes turned bright red she grabbed eldridge with her trunk and then tossed him into the air flinging him oh. against a concession stand and then she went and stepped on his head and crushed it so that's one account nice <laughs> i like to picture this her nose picks this guy up throws him into the air and then she just walks over. Dum, 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 yes, dum, exactly. Looks out at the audience like this and points with her nose. Stomp! Just like that. Just pow. <laughs> Eye contact and everything. 
There's also an account that she gored him with her tusks. Oh, sweet. After she tossed him up with her tongue. Mm-hmm. After flinging him, yes. So she tossed him out into the air, and then she went up to him and gored him with her tusks Stomp. all the way through his body, like out the other side, and then trampled him to death. Stomped him. I'm okay with this. You know, if he is torturing animals, he deserves what he gets. The Johnson City staff says, The animal then trampled the dying form of Eldritch as if seeking a murderous triumph, then with a sudden swing of her massive foot hurled his body into the crowd. That's from the Johnson City staff from the time. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably why she was tried for murder. If she just killed him when he took her out of the cage and chains that he had her in before the show and she just killed him backstage, everybody would have been like, oh, that's weird. Huh. Oh, well. But she had to, like, throw his lifeless, skewered head smashed like a melon corpse up into the audience during a performance. That's probably why people freaked out. Exactly. It happened in front of people. (laughs) She flung his body into the crowd. She's like, I've had enough of your antics. You don't mess with me. I weigh 10,000 pounds. (laughs) She's been with the circus since she was little, right? This wasn't her second day on the job. She didn't come with this guy. No, no. She was there already. Yeah. Okay. I don't. The other guy, the, the previous elephant keeper must have been much nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Or he had just gotten murdered two days before by the same elephant. <laughs> you don't know. In these days, you don't know. They just leave town. What happened next really was all for publicity. Mary was in trouble. And the crowd starts chanting, kill the elephant, kill the elephant. They come out with their pitchforks and their flames and all that. Mm. Somebody actually tried to shoot the elephant on site, just like one of the bystanders, and were unable to. Like, they shot five rounds into her, and she's just like, huh, is that all you got? I'm Mary. <laughs> I didn't do much good. Again, she's the star performer of the show. This is small town, Tennessee. In fact, I think my town was actually founded in 1916, if I remember correctly. Oh. So poor Mary. Small town. Small town, Tennessee. People go chitter chatter, chitter chatter, and they gossip, and the stories change, and they mold. As we learned in our episode on Monday, that's that's the thing about stories. As beautiful as it is that they're alive and they change constantly, not so good if you committed a crime in front of people, because then oh. the stories just keep getting worse. Especially if you're an elephant and can't defend yourself. Well, she can defend herself, clearly. I mean, from libel. Exactly. It's not like she could, you know. Yeah. Elephants didn't have many rights back then. <laughs> she just wanders through town stomping every newsstand. Yeah. <laughs> take that and take that. Yeah. Poor Mary. <laughs> Mary apparently couldn't take much bullshit either. So the person running the circus is like, oh, crap. If I don't do something, I can't let my circus continue to perform. And it's not like it was easy to get out of the mountains and just, oh, we'll just go to Chicago tomorrow. No, no. I'm sure there was a train then. There's not a train now. There's no passenger train that goes through that area. Period. There's train tracks. And I think maybe back then there may have been. But when I was growing up there, we, we had tons of trains, but it was all for transporting coal out of the region. Yeah, and the circus brings everything they need with mm-hmm. them in their caravan. Mm-hmm. There's no way they could pack that up into a train. Well, if they had their own train that they could ride on the tracks or something. But a circus, a circus train. train, yeah. But, you know, they probably had to caravan over the mountains. Was just, this was their living. So they had to do something about Mary. 
There's something about Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly bullets weren't going to do it. So to save their face and get back on the good side of the town folk and other town folk, because like I said, that, that quote I just read from you was from the Johnson City staff, which was a town. It's a town about 30 miles from Kingsport. Oh, wow. News travels fast. Whoa. Yeah. They decided that they, they held a trial for her. <laughs> and then they, I guess they actually did put her somehow, get her on a train. So by train, they took her to another town of Irwin, which is another like 40 miles away because Irwin had the facilities with which to dispose of Mary. In Irwin, they tied a massive chain around Mary's neck and strung her up on a crane and hanged her. There were cranes in 1916? Yep. There's a photo of her being hanged from the crane. It was really it was really popular in my town to pass this photo around. You know, given the year, I'm surprised they didn't just go, you know what we should do? We should get a bigger elephant and let them <laughs> fight it out in front of the audience. Right, right. I guess that, that would have been a coal-powered crane at the time. Yeah, probably. Well, definitely coal-powered. We are talking about East Tennessee here. Yeah. Guess what they have there in the the mountains. Yeah, They've got plenty, don't Mm -hmm, they? mm -hmm. Plenty of coal, not plenty of elephants. No. Apparently they chose Irwin because they had a railroad yard with a crane that could lift locomotive boilers. So that's why. And over 5,000 people showed up to watch this because people are sick. They did use a chain. And apparently the chain broke. And then she plummeted to the concrete. And she passed out, right? She knocked her out. She's still alive. So then they put the chain back on her and yanked her back up again. Oh, Mary. And they just buried her in a big pit in front of the railroad shop. That's sad. Poor Mary. It's depressing. I know. Is this Irwin, Illinois? Or Irwin? No, Irwin, Tennessee. Irwin, Tennessee? Okay. Yes. So still pretty close by. Apparently the town of Irwin now, like, doesn't want to talk about it. They're like, uh... (laughs) Yeah, we did it because Kingsport asked us to, but like, uh, we're different. <laughs> freaky Hicks made us do yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're like, we don't want to be known as the town that hanged the elephant. <laughs> so when you go there, their town motto isn't something like we hang elephants or. No, exactly. They're kind of like a little elephant dangling from oh, the God, no, no. bolo tie as they're. They're, their they're a little stuff. ashamed of it. And most people today mm-hmm. are ashamed of it. Of course, in 2016, there was a lot of hubbub about resurrecting the story and maybe they should make a memorial for me or make a marker for her Mm -hmm. or something. I don't know if they ever did. But it's just one of those things, like I heard the story growing up, probably people in my town that remembered this happening when I was a kid. They would have been in their 70s. But yeah, it actually happened. Now, the question for you is, do you think Big Mary's ghost still haunts them hills? Ooh, ooh. I don't know. I mean, how many many people randomly fall off a mountain and then get discovered with two big gore holes through their body. (laughs) Doesn't happen often. As far as I could tell growing up there, I never saw any giant elephant tracks in the snow or heard of stories of people being trampled to death by ghost elephants. I like to believe that she's at peace. But every once in a while, you would hear a giant tree cracking in the woods and you wouldn't know what could have caused it. Or you would see logs rolling down a hill and not know why. 
Hmm. Maybe Mary is still there. But I would think that she would want to get as far away from that place as possible, where her last memories were so terrible. I'd like to believe that Mary is somewhere sunning herself in a giant inner tube, getting her toenails (laughs) done with cucumbers on her eyes, enjoying a mojito, and enjoying the best damn afterlife an elephant can. Well, if you subscribe to the unfinished business theory of ghostitude... She doesn't have much unfinished business. She got that guy. Yes, exactly. He poked her in the ear and she was like, die. So she doesn't have unfinished business. <laughs> she probably left uh, left as peacefully as somebody who's been hanged, dropped, conked out, rehanged, and dumped in a pit could possibly have left this earth. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor thing. Another thing that's not unfinished for Mary is that the story's been revised. While it was a sensationalist, like, kill the elephant, kill the beast, kill the monster thing for a while, you mm-hmm. know, she got dubbed Murderous Mary for a while. Now she's received a revision to that story. She was just a woman defending herself against an evil man named Red. A woman elephant. Yes. Elephant woman. Elephant woman. That's basically the story of Jumbo, isn't it? I mean, that that's the opening scene of the movie Dumbo. Jumbo, his mom, is, like, trying to defend him from humans who are trying to, like, torture him. So it must have been related because, well, or maybe this just happened all the time <laughs> back in the day. Because that, that was the main plot point of Dumbo. My Dumbo didn't have a mom because everybody was like, ah, mad elephant, when she tried to keep the guys away from stabbing her baby. Maybe you're right. Maybe this was just a really popular Mm. occurrence. This just happened all the time. Which is also a terrible interpretation of history. Who knows? I wasn't there, thankfully. I was there, but not at the same time. (laughs) I've been to Irwin. I've been to Kingsport. I've been to Johnson City. I lived in Kingsport for 17 years. Do you think those are the kind of people who would see like an elephant murdering and be like, well, we know this happens all the time, but not in my backyard? (laughs) Do Do you think? It's just like, oh. This is too far. In Kingsport? No. Yeah, Kingsport does. Sorry to all my Kingsport listeners, but you know this is true. Kingsport definitely has this attitude of like, nothing bad happens here. Oh. <laughs> well, based on everything we've heard about Kingsport, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, Diana, what did you think of the story of Big Mary? Big Mary, keep on turning. I don't know what I think about that. I think it's probable that it was a highly common occurrence that tortured circus animals would probably snap and murder somebody. Mm -hmm. It's just bizarre that they would decide that the best way to put down this elephant is to transport her by train to another town in the mountains and then hang her from a crane twice. Didn't know any other way to do it. That's a crazy story. Becky, thank you for telling me the story of Big Mary. I love that story and hate that story at the same time. But... It's slightly less seriously disturbing than the story of Alice Riley, so I'll take it. (laughs) True. (laughs) And until next time we see you, darling hainted loves, have a spooky day. Homespun Haints is hosted by Becky Kielimnik and Diana Doty and produced by Homespun Haints Media LLC. Editing and music by Becky Kilimnik. Show notes by Diana Doty. If you have a ghost story and you'd like to be considered as a guest for this podcast, please visit our website at homespunhaints.com slash submit. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
so powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Deep in the bowels of Oklahoma exists a passageway that has remained locked for decades, untouched by mortals. We don't know why it was sealed nearly a century ago, but we are thirsting to find out. So thirsty. Do you have the same insatiable curiosity as us to see what lies beyond its threshold? On September 24th. 2023. We will unveil the shadows together via live stream as we open this sealed passageway, slaking our thirst for arcane knowledge. And we want you to be there with us. Virtually, of course. This may be dangerous. We don't have liability insurance. Oh my eye! But what will we find? Is this passageway a sealed tomb? A hideaway for treasure? A portal into another dimension? Maybe it's aliens. Even we won't know until September 24th, and you can be there to discover the secrets with us. I'm not scared. Visit homespunhaints.com slash basement to RSVP for this event and find out how you can participate in this interactive adventure with us. As long as there's darkness to explore, we shall remain its loyal devotees. RSVP now and immerse yourself in the abyss of the unknown that is Diana's, Diana's basement. basement. <laughs> Visit homespunhaints.com slash basement.